Hello everyone, welcome to American Pale Mills. It's your nerdy beer tasting podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Michael, and with me is nobody. Aww. That's right, there's no co-host today, uh, which is kind of odd. It is actually the 200th episode, and you'd think we'd have something planned for it, but really, um, we do have something a little different, but it's not a big uh, smorgasbord of festivities um, we'll say that for 250 or something. I don't know. But yes, it is the 200th episode, and what will make this one special is that we have a pre-recorded FDR from Jeremy, lawyer of the show, Josh, and knob of this show, Eric. Yes, you'll actually be hearing different voices on the podcast today, so that makes it a little special. I guess what also makes it unique, this will be the first FDR in American Pale Mills history that I am not participating in. Yes, I am just a bystander enjoying the audio spectacle that those three dudes give you when they do the FDR. Uh, it's interesting one. Uh, it sounds like that an interesting beer. Also, I do know the name of this episode will be Belcher Town. Very unusual to know the name of the episode ahead of time. So yes, episode 200, Belcher Town. Uh, this one might be on the short side. We are planning on getting back into some of the APM Pod Light episodes, so stay tuned for those. Uh, we might throw some beer brags in there. I don't know. We'll see. But we'll have some recorded live content, although this was also recorded live. A- anyway, we'll have the normal stuff soon. Uh, I'm going to get back to watching the Super Mario Brothers movie. Not the live action one, but the animated one from 1986 that only was released in Japan. Uh, It's much better than the live-action one, uh, even though it's very sophomoric. So without further ado, let's get into the FDR for episode 200, Belcher Town. Thank you, Michael. We are here with Thiesis Reserva 2013, an Eximus Ale, a Belgian, a port barrel-aged. Josh has some color text here. So, Josh, why don't you hit me up with that? Thank you, Jeremy. This is a... (laughs) Strong blonde winter beer with fluffy white head, which has been lagered for eight months on different stone fruits, then aged in bourbon barrels. Tiesis was born out of a five-year brew experience regarding Christmas beer without being capable of finding a suitable name up to now. With the name came a face, a caricature actually, that was drawn on the day Urbane, our brewmaster and master brewer, drank too many Tiesis's. <laughs> Every time he drinks one, he says, Jesus, what a beer! Therefore, the name is more an expression of stupefaction than a curse. <laughs> We've already had many discussions around the pronunciation of Jesus. Very close would be that you say cheeses or cheese in plural. Or cheese and rice. Sure. Okay. Not, that's not included in the flavor text. Okay. Uh, ingredients... Barley malt, hops, cane sugar, yeast, and spices. Mm. That is, Destroys Tiesis Reserva, bourbon barrel aged. And he lived in uh, Netherlands for six months? Yeah. Yeah, so that that works out well. Uh, I got this beer from Wine Styles in Coralville. It is a 2013 variant. Vintage variant? I don't know what the word is. 
But uh, I have the crew all here together. We are going to crack this open and see what we think. So, guys, grab a glass. So, so you got us three different sizes of glasses. Yeah, for some that, that, that'll happen. Uh, I, we'll see who's. I got the smallest the ones. Yeah. We'll go uh, from farthest to uh, nearest. Well, this is browner than I was expecting. Yeah, me too. What are you getting out oh. of there, Eric? Oh, yeah, it's rich. It's sweet. Is it yeasty? I don't know yet. I haven't poured it. Yes, it is yeasty. It's boozy. Yeasty and sweet. Mm-hmm. What do we, uh, did we see an ABV on this thing? 10. 10. For the website. It's 10. Good gravy. Bottled 2000. This might be more than 10. If it's <laughs> By now, more. yeah. Yeah. It says 2013 on the bottle, correct? Yeah. You agree with yes. me on that? Yes. Yep. Bottled 714. Okay. So there's some slight shenanigans oh. going on there. I wonder if this means it was brewed in 2013. Barreled in 2013 and then barreled. Uh, So feel free to dig in, fellas, while I yap about this. Uh, There is some sort of George Carlin circa 1968 looking guy on the front in a Christmas hat. It is 10%, by the way. I like the uh, the sunglasses. Those are some like neon ridiculous sunglasses, like what I would wear. It is true. That is something you would wear. This is, uh, at this point in time, this thing is very, very old. I, like I said, I got it on the clearance rack. It's, it smells very yeasty to me. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's, a very, it's, it's good. It's smooth. It is it's smooth. Very, it's very yeasty. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's uh, this old, I think, kind of mellows it out. Uh, I don't have a lot of experience with stuff that is this old, but this has definitely uh, got all of that green alcohol flavor yeah. shaved off. When it was bottled, it says it was 35 IBUs, but I'm not catching any of that. No, no, no. That's, uh, even like with the homebrew stuff we've done, I feel like it mellows out after mm-hmm. about six months. Yep. What do you guys like about this beer? It's it's very smooth. It I is. can taste the alcohol on it, but even with that, um, with the intensity of the alcohol coming from there, I feel like I could drink a couple of these in a row and be okay. Despite this being 2.6 standard drinks per bottle. What is it? Is it 10%? Is that right? Yeah. Yes, that is correct. It also says this is 2.6 drinks per bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, no, it's, I think I could. I it's think, not I, very biting. Uh, the, the OG is in Play-Doh, by the way. This is uh, produced by Struisi at VDACO at BVBA. Uh, I'm going to let you pronounce that word. Ostbatera, Belgium. There you, there you go. It's also imported by Shelton Brothers from Belchertown. Massachusetts, which is delightful. <laughs> exactly. What do you not like about this, if anything? For me, it's I'm not getting much behind the sweetness yeah. and the uh, the alcohol. Right. I didn't know if I had a better, more sophisticated way to say that. Well, there's no sophistication, um, on this, nor is there importance. Yeah, everything's up yeah, there, front. Yeah, there's not a lot yeah. of depth to it. I'd agree yeah. with that. Yeah. True. But you, you know, that said, it is. I mean, it's enjoyable. Even at five years old, it's an enjoyable beer. You know, I would have multiple of these. I'd go back for you know, if I had one, I'd have go back and have another one a month later. I think it's a, I think it's a pretty solid uh, to pull for something that you pulled off the clearance rack. Port is a wine, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's like one of those a very f- sweet. It's a dessert. A dessert. Wine. It's a dessert wine. Yep. Okay, good because I am not a wine. I mean, I like wine, but I am not terribly versed in wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's not a whole lot to talk about this one. It's. It is a muddy brown. Yeah. There's not a whole bunch of head on this no thing. Head. No, no head at all. But once again, that might be because this is five years old. 
Eric, how about you uh, take a sip of judgment and give us a rating out of five stars on the quarter star rating, if you so desire? I'm enjoying it. Um, I would probably give it a... Mm, I would give it a 4.0, I think. Fair. Yeah. Uh, Joshua? Yeah, I, I thought it was very good. Um, I'll give it a 375. I mean, it would pass the, the proverbial cooler test to it, use you guys' vernacular. True. But I don't know if I would go back for more than two just because of the ABV on it. It's good, and it's smooth. It's smooth. It is smooth. Uh, that is almost certainly the age on it. It's okay. I, I don't know if I'm getting a lot of this so-called Xmas ale out of it. Like, I don't know what this is supposed to be. You know, have you ever had the... Have you ever had Shiner's Christmas Ale? It has been a red second since it's, I've had Shiner's Christmas Ale. And I hadn't thought of that until you brought up the Christmas thing just now. But it's a little bit like that. Shiner's Christmas Ale is better. It's got more of the fruit flavor to it. Like fruitcake flavor? Yeah. There's more... There's just more flavor to the Shiner. But at that, it's a very good Christmas Ale. But now that you say that, I think that that's the closest thing to this that I've had before is Shiner's Christmas Offering. I would say this isn't a not as good version of that, but again, that could be the age on it. And I mean, to be fair, I did pull this off the uh, half off clearance rack for a reason. If it was something that they could sell for fifty dollars at Wine Styles, I'm sure they would. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to go in, and I'm going to. It's good. It's sweet. I get a little bit of that stone fruit that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. It's fruity. It's yeasty. It's just not terribly deep. So I'm going to go with the three seven five. Although I do not begrudge Eric's 4.0. But in any case, that has been a quick shot on American Pale Males FDR. Eric, Josh, and myself. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I was going to be here. Donka, yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers. I hope you all enjoyed that FDR just as much as I did. Uh, I'll just quick do social media here. Check us out on Twitter, APM Pod there, Facebook.com slash APM Pod. Also check us out on Untapped, where host Emeritus Mike keeps up with all of our ratings there. Thank you, Mike. You can email us directly, apmpod at gmail.com. And if you could, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again to Jeremy, Josh, and Eric for taking care of that FDR for this week. Now I just have to figure out how that beer is spelled. But we'll leave it at that. So for nobody else, I've been Michael. No, no, you know what? I guess for, for Jeremy, Josh, and Eric, I've been Michael. And this has been American Pale Males. Cheers.